guten Erev Shabbos and a guten Erev Yontif, everybody. It's the eve of the seventh day of Pesach. Uh, and here comes the vortex dealing with the, uh, basically the time of the year and the upcoming uh, Pesach ending and Sfirat HaOmer, which is where we are every day until we've completed the count. I thought it would be appropriate to start with a great quote from Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, Alava Shalom, brought to my attention by uh, Ari Van Walde, our beloved son-in-law, where he says, how is it the Jews claim they achieved freedom when they merely went from servitude to Pharaoh directly to servitude to God? This understanding conflates the notion of liberty with the notion of license. Our servitude to Pharaoh had no element of freedom. The Israelites had no governance, no choices, no liberty, nor license. But as John Locke expressed, there is a difference between liberty and license. While license is the freedom to do what one wants, liberty is the freedom to do what one ought. Liberty is the freedom to make right choices. What God gave to the Israelites was self-determination, true liberty. Much of the rest of the Torah consists of the way the Jewish people use that liberty. And that, my friends, is um, what the essence is, I think, between how we view freedom and how the secular world views freedom. And if you consider what really happened, um, basically we left the servitude of Egypt, we unbundled the load we were carrying and left ourselves free to now determine what life and what systems we were going to incorporate. And that process is what the counting of the Omer is really all about, is that transition from servitude to Pharaoh to servitude to Hashem, realizing that servitude to Hashem is true freedom because we liberate ourselves from the, the, the things that we wish to be liberated from, which we ought to be liberated from. Jewish freedom is fundamentally different. Jewish celebration is fundamentally different from secular beliefs. The counting of the Omer is a measure of barley, which is brought uh, as a sacrifice. And uh, it's worth, worth noting that in those days, barley was animal feed. And as we move towards uh, Shavuot, the festival is flour, which is human feed. And so we're kind of taming the animal instincts and moving towards the humanness in us through this process. The word Shavuot means weeks, but interestingly, it also means Shavuot, which means oaths or commitments or obligations. And uh, given that Shavuot is both the harvest festival and also the festival on which the Torah is given, it's, it's a fitting uh, uh, similarity between those two words, which were spelled identically, Shavuot and Shavuot, uh, combining the two elements of the festival, Shavuot being seven weeks. And then, uh, and by the way, the reason we count weeks and days is because the commandment comes in two forms. One says you will count seven full weeks, and in another place it says you shall count 49 days. And so to make sure we fulfill both mitzvot, once we get beyond week one, uh, we start saying, for example, we would say today is nine days, which is one week and two days. We know that eight is always a very special number in Judaism. There's, um, you know, eight days for the bris, eight days of Hanukkah. Uh, we will soon be reading the parasha called Shemini, eight, when the temple was uh, consecrated, etc. And it could be seen that the 50th day is seven sevens, and the next level up is the eighth, as it were. 
And so Shavuot assumes that spiritual realm that echoes other elements of spirituality and becomes a deeply spiritual time of the year and the climax of Pesach. This is also the time when the Red Seas parted and the Kabbalists have deep understandings of what it means for the sea to part so that uh, we go underneath and we see what is subterranean or let's call it sub-liquid. We see what's going on under the ocean and we get a sense that there is much more going on in the world that we can actually see. And the vision under the sea uh, allows us to participate in that. Also, there are big connections with the original creation in Genesis where the spirit of Hashem hovered over the waters and the, the Hasidic masters tell us that the waters over which they hovered are the waters which were parted for the Jews to pass through on their way to the promised land. So this is the, 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 big, the big end of festival of Pesach. The Hasidic folks believe that this will be the ultimate Mashiach's arrival, and uh, most of the sects of Hasidism have very big celebrations uh, on these days to commemorate the coming or forth forthcoming or immediately arriving uh, messianic era. And we all hope that is true. So with those brief thoughts, I wish you a beautiful Shabbat, a beautiful Chag, and meticulous counting of the Omer. If you, uh, if you are up to it, uh, we use a, an Omer counter, which makes it almost impossible to forget. Take care. God bless.